Hi friends. So our passage today, as we enter into the second week of Advent, is from Isaiah 40. The reason we read these passages at this point in the church's year is because they are prophecies that spoke of the future hope of Israel that were then fulfilled in Jesus Christ. These passages connect to Jesus, but not only Jesus Himself, His birth, life, death, resurrection, His identity. But various other anchor points around him too. Bethlehem is one of those anchors. Mary is also one, and here in our passage today we find the promise of John the Baptist, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. It wasn't just Jesus himself who was prophesied about, but the very circumstances and other people that surrounded his birth too. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling. In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, "Cry out!" And I said, "What shall I cry?" All people are like grass, and all their faithfulness like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up and don't be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, "Here is your God." See, the sovereign Lord comes with power, and He rules with a mighty arm. See, His reward is with Him. And his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Now, today, as we reflect on this passage and this second week of Advent, I want to teach you a prayer. Are you ready for it? It's pretty simple. It goes like this: Maranatha. Can you say that? 
Maranatha. It's a fascinating prayer because it is only one word, but it's very rich in meaning. It's a word that appears in the Bible in one of the letters to the early church. And it's thought that it was a common word, phrase and prayer that was used by the early church. Maranatha. Can you say that? Maranatha. The interesting thing in the early church is that the most common language they all spoke was Greek. Do you know what the most common language in the church is today? Any guesses in the chat? Well, I can tell you, it's not Greek anymore, and it's not English either. It's Spanish. 16% of Christians in the world today speak Spanish. The next in line are those who speak English at 10%, then Portuguese, 8%, then Russian, 5%, Mandarin, 3%, and then a whole load more. But But it's interesting, isn't it? Did you know that the continent that has the highest percentage of Christians today is Africa? But that has only happened in the last three years as Christianity has continued to grow and flourish there. Before that, it was Latin America and, well, anyway, I digress. I, I kind of love this stuff. Okay, one more, one more fact. Okay, one more fact. Do you know who the average Anglican is in the world? The average Anglican in the world today is a 26-year-old African woman. Hallelujah, right? The gospel is on the move in Africa. But anyway, where were we? Oh yes, Maranatha. Despite the early church using this word as a prayer and declaration, it isn't a Greek word. It's an Aramaic word. The first language of Nazarenes from Galilee and the first language of Jesus. Maranatha. It means our Lord has come. I wonder what our Lord has come is in your first language. Our Lord has come. In the language that Jesus spoke, the phrase, our Lord has come, was one word that the church used as a declaration and prayer, and we can use today, Maranatha. The prayer anchors the promise of Advent perfectly. We are in anticipation of Jesus, Maranatha. Jesus, our Lord, has come. Maranatha. And when we read the passage from Isaiah 40, we can hear the fulfillment, the sigh of relief that God is giving, uh, given to his people at that time. Historically, Isaiah 40 is the moment where Isaiah speaks to the Jews who were exiled to Babylon. This is the moment where he declares, the exile is over. But it points to Jesus, the Messiah too. Comfort, comfort my people, says God. Your hard labor has been completed. Your sins have been paid for. You've been given double back on everything that was taken from you by the enemy. Our Lord and Savior has arrived. Say it with me. Maranatha, Jesus has come. And beautifully, prophetically, Isaiah points us to this again and again. Jesus is the promised one who brings forgiveness for the sins of God's people. Isaiah's words which are then spoken by John the Baptist in anticipation of Jesus' kingdom ministry, are in verse 5, the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it. Maranatha, Jesus has come for everyone. And this is the Jesus we encounter 
through the Holy Spirit. It is Jesus who came to seek and save the lost, to offer forgiveness of sins, mercy, and new meaning to humanity, that people could be saved, healed, delivered out of any darkness and pain they were in. Repent and believe was the phrase that Jesus preached time and again, and that is what he still calls us to today. Repent, turn away from and think differently about the places where you are missing the mark or hurting others or hurting yourself. Believe Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. He is the son of God, the liberator who can renew all things and he is here. Maranatha, our Lord is here. Are there things you wanna let go of? Maranatha, Jesus is here. Are there things in your past you are ashamed of? Maranatha, Jesus is here. Are there things others have done to you that hurt you? Maranatha, Jesus is here to forgive, to give you freedom. Isaiah says this of Jesus in verse 11, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young, God can cope with you and what you are like. And his way of helping you to do more than just cope is giving you Jesus. In Jesus, we find our present help in times of trouble. Here and now to help. Say it with me. Maranatha, Jesus is here. Interestingly, this prayer is an anchor in Advent because it holds together Jesus's incarnation, the moment that he moved into the neighborhood to be with us, like us, for us, of us. But it also, at the very same time, has another meaning. It also means our Lord is coming. So say this with me again, ready? Maranatha, our Lord has come. And again, Maranatha, the Lord is coming. It also means that he is coming. He's on the way again. Advent is the time where we anticipate that Jesus was born, but also that he will return one day in our future. Maranatha, our Lord is coming. Jesus is on the way. And this is good because we live in tension, don't we? Something just ain't right in the world. And it's so important that we acknowledge that things are not okay. We need to be honest that we live in the in-between times, in between Jesus's life on earth and the day when he will return again. But we can also find comfort in that. 2 Peter chapter 3 verses 8 to 9 says this, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And Isaiah acknowledges this tension and points to Jesus saying, people wither and people fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Maranatha was the prayer of the early church that declared Jesus's presence in the now but also called out to Jesus that he would come back. They were desperate for the day where his return would spark the completion of his sufferings for the sake of the world. 
for the consummation of the kingdom day, the judgment and liberation day. And maybe for us this Advent, we are more desperate than ever. There is little solace in what might be the new normal. And we might be faced with the reality that our old normal wasn't that good either. But we can be the people who are full of hope for the promise of the renewal of all things, for justice and full deliverance and healing in Jesus' name. And the good news is this, Jesus is on the way. Maranatha is the prayer that sits alongside the way Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Thy kingdom come, but it is all the more intimate and personal, even more understanding of where we are and how we feel in the midst of suffering and brokenness, highs and lows, you can pray, Maranatha, our Lord has come. Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Are you in need of rest? Say this with me, Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Are you in need of healing? Pray this with me, Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Are you stuck and in need of a way out? Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Is the world broken and failing? Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Have we created systems that make the poor poorer and the rich richer? Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Have we fallen short in protecting children and the vulnerable? Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Have we judged others with prejudice? Maranatha, Jesus is on the way. Do you feel God with you now? Maranatha, Jesus is here. Do you remember the ways you have come to know God? Maranatha, Jesus is here. Do you want to receive more of him now? Maranatha, Jesus is here. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. We thank you, Lord, for tears and your presence, for the promise of hope. And as we've learned this prayer together today, this Advent prayer that holds together the tension of the now and not yet, the breakthroughs that have happened, but the many still need it, God calls out to us to persevere and prepare ourselves for him because he is the one, Father, Spirit, and Son, who is here, Maranatha, who will break through, Maranatha, and who will one day be with us, and we will see him face to face in his glory. Maranatha, thank you, Jesus.